Football picks with the bandit. I'm Smokey. The bandit's here. We're going to try and tell you what's coming up for the big week in college football. We had another week uh, last weekend of absolute madness on the college football field, and I think we're going to see more of it this week. What do you think, bandit? Yeah, Smokey, uh, last week was brutal. Uh, there was a lot of close games. Uh, we said it the entire year, parity. That's the whole thing. College football teams are a lot closer. Uh, you, uh, how do you think you did last week? What do you think about the records? Um, if I was a betting man, I would bet that I did poor under 500. Well, you're right. You're right. Last week, you were below 500, uh, nine wins against 12 losses. Uh, I did not do much better. I went 11 wins and 10 losses. And I, I got to tell you, we got to we got to start calling it the anti lock of the week. Our locks of the week have not been good this season. So uh, you can bet against us, I guess. Uh, but on the lock of the week, we both missed. And uh, I think, have you hit a lock of the week this year? I have not, but you, you, you know what's good? It's Friday. We're recording this a little late. That means we're less than 24 hours away from a whole brand new slate of games, and I'm excited for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think Smokey's uh, O for the season right now on, on his lock of the week, so whoever he picks, I am going the other way, and I'm going to take an easy win. And, you know, frankly, I'm not that much better. I think I'm about 1-3 in three on the season, so uh, whatever I pick, make some money, bet against us. Wait, wait, you, uh, mean, you mean for the lock of the week I'm supposed to pick the right team? Yes, 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 that, that's right. It, it, you don't get points for uh, uh, going the uh, the wrong way. You're actually supposed to get the bet right. The idea oh. is the lock is supposed to be one that you're not going to lose. See, I think, I think you're misunderstanding it the whole time. I, you see, the whole time we've been doing this podcast, I thought we were picking the losers. Oh, oh, I see. That's the excuse. Well, I, I think if you can go losers, if you can go O for the rest of the season, I'm going to be very impressed. So let's uh, let's just jump right into the games. And I want to say we're going to cover a, a couple of good ones. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, we've got you know we've got Georgia at Arkansas. That's an interesting game. We got Texas A&M at Alabama. Uh, another big game there. And the biggest game I think this weekend. I think it's where college game day is down in Tallahassee. We got Notre Dame going to FSU. Will Jameis Winston play? I think he will. But uh, oh, he's uh, definitely playing. Game. I thought the biggest game of the week was Troy, but if you think it's Notre Dame, Florida State, we'll go with you. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we'll we'll get to the Troy. Uh, we'll get to the Trojans as well. That's going to be our bad game of the week. Uh, but let's uh, let's just kind of start it off. And why don't you tell the uh, the folks uh, about the uh, the Twitter page and the email account? Yeah, you know, we we'd love to hear from some of our loyal listeners out there. Even if you're not a loyal listener, go ahead and email us if you think our picks suck or uh, if you think that my voice sounds too nasally. Let us know. You can reach us two ways. You can reach us through email at Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com. That email once again is Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com. Or hit us up on Twitter, and all you have to do there is Smokey Bandit CFB, and that's Smokey Bandit CFB. And what do we got on tap for the first game? Uh, the 
first game we got, and by the way, CFB is college football baseball. Just want to put, point that out. But the first game we got, we got the fighting C.J. Bethards of Iowa going to Maryland. Uh, Iowa is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like here? Actually, no, 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 Maryland's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I almost screwed up the very first game. Who do you like? Yeah, you know, ever since we established that Bethard is related to Bobby Bethard, Iowa's been winning. So it's all us. They have us to thank. So I'm going to continue riding that Iowa bandwagon. I'm taking Iowa minus the four or plus four and a half. All right, all right. I am with you there. Um, I, I like C.J. Beathard as the QB of Iowa. I think that they can move the ball. Uh, you know, every time I've bet on Maryland this year, they've disappointed me, and that goes with the fact that they are 3-3 uh, three and three against the spread. Both these teams are 3-3 three and three against the spread this season. Uh, really could go either way, but I will say that a lot of the experts, uh, significantly more, about 60%, are picking Iowa in this one, so uh, maybe we can call ourselves experts and say we're taking Iowa as well. Um, we got another game uh, uh, out out on the East Coast. Uh, we got we got Baylor going to West Virginia. Baylor uh, possible playoff contender, eight point favorite. Who you like here? Yeah, you know Baylor. Uh, they 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 snuck out that win last week. Uh, before last week, they were doing great against covering the spread. I think uh, you know they had their close call for the year. I think Baylor covers this game easily. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on this one. I'm I'm gonna take the home team with West Virginia, uh, and I am going to continue with the uh, the mantra of parity. Uh, I think Baylor. Uh, I don't think it's a look ahead game. I know I'm not gonna say that, and I know you hate it anytime I say that. That a team's looking. It's ahead. not just you. When anybody in college football says look ahead game, I want to strangle them. <laughs> yeah, well, that that is uh, – I, I don't think that that plays here. But I think West Virginia – you know, this is a West Virginia team that played um, Alabama, I think, pretty close. They played that game in uh, Atlanta. Uh, it's not a bad team. I think they can come close here and, and keep it uh, maybe respectable. Maybe maybe Baylor be sweating this one. So uh, we disagree on that one. It's the first game this week that we disagree on. Um, sticking with the, uh, the Big 12, we got Kansas State uh, at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's a seven-point favorite. Who you like? Well, I'll tell you this much. Oklahoma's definitely not my lock of the week, considering I've picked them at least twice for the lock of the week, if not three times, and they've screwed me. I do think Oklahoma covers. Um, I mean, they looked awful against Texas last week. I, I thought they looked really poor. Let Texas get back into that game really late. Uh, you know, they were covering, and then all of a sudden they weren't. I think this week Oklahoma does cover. Okay, okay. Well, here, here, here you go. Here you go. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Oklahoma covers this game. Just so that you know, both these teams are right about 500 against the spread. And every time you've picked Oklahoma, uh, I think you've been right, unless you picked against them or something like that, unless you made it their lock of the week, and then they've screwed you this year. Yeah. Now, now, now here's what I'm going to say. Oklahoma covers, and it's the bandit lock of the week. Oh, okay. So I am, I am pulling the mojo. The fact that you will not take them as your lock, even though you probably know that they're going to cover the seven easily, the fact that you're even reluctant, that tells me that this is the lock to take. Lock it down right now. Oklahoma covers. Kansas State's not very good. I just couldn't lose on Oklahoma as a lock for a third time. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I'll lose for the first time on Oklahoma, but, but we will see. As I, as I said out there, if, you, if you're looking for a fast bet, 
obviously we're making out the lock of the week. Maybe you want to bet Kansas State on that one uh, if you're listening. All right, so we've got uh, we got an ACC game. We got Virginia at Duke. We got uh, Virginia uh, uh, getting two points. That's Duke is a two point favorite. Who you like? Um, you know, I was on Duke early in the year. I thought they were a pretty good team. Then they went into Miami and and got destroyed. Virginia's defense is is better than uh, a lot of people give them credit for. I'm going to take Virginia and the points. Oh well, I'll tell you what. This is uh, this is going to be another game that we're going to disagree on, and I am going against all conventional wisdom here. Um, you picked a very good. I mean, I, I think Virginia is a good pick here, but I just think that Duke just has something this year where they're they're going to surprise, and I think this is going to be a letdown game for the Cavaliers. I think that uh, one thing that's of interest is that Virginia's 5-0 and against the spread this year. They have not lost a game against the spread. They did uh, push one game. Uh, so they're 5-0-1 and against the spread. Uh, Duke's about 3-2 and uh, against the spread. Uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the uh, the experts out there are picking Duke in this game, which I find interesting considering how good Virginia has been against the spread. Um, I think that uh, that Duke can keep this one uh, certainly close, and I think they, they have the home field advantage and will go ahead and take this, so I'm taking Duke minus two. Yeah, I had Duke as my lock of the week when they went into Miami getting four, and that was the end of my belief in Duke. So it's interesting that you now believe in Duke. I no longer believe in them. Yeah, I'm just I'm just taking whatever uh, whatever opposite. I'm kind of zigging and zagging with you here. So if you zig, I'm zagging, so to speak. So uh, once you're off them, I'm back on them because I'm I'm just feeling like there's a, a it, it's the time to believe in Duke in this game. Um, our next game is our bad game of the week. In other words, we're going to cover one game that is just two teams that we probably shouldn't cover on the show. But uh, it's an interesting spread, and it's got a, uh, uh, an interesting story. we got Appalachian State, brand new to D1 uh, football. Uh, uh, at Troy, Troy is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You know, Troy is the, the team that I follow very closely. Who do you like here? I know nothing about either of these teams. I just know Appalachian State beat Michigan in the big house once. I'm going to take Troy minus the six-and-a-half. I, th- I think that's funny. There was a there was a guy that we knew that was a big uh, Michigan fan, and after the loss, we I, I believe we called him and we asked him if he was going to go hiking in the Appalachians, uh, which I which I think was a little below the belt. But um, I, I will say this: Appalachian State's not very good this year. They did have that miracle win against Michigan a couple years ago, but um, I will say that Troy is an improving team. Um, of course, you're going to improve. Their last two games are like New Mexico State and Louisiana Monroe. It's not hard to improve when you're crap, though. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's very easy to, to improve when you're when you're horrible. And I've said that. I said that earlier in the podcast. They're horrible. There's not a team that can really even stop the run. All of a sudden, the last couple games, they've got a little momentum. Appalachian State is not as good, I even think, as New Mexico State. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Troy here. Um, that's who you're taking as well, Smokey? Yeah, I'll put the mush on them and I'll take Troy. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right, well, let's get away from the bad games. Let's get into a, a Pac-12 game that's, that's kind of interesting. We've got UCLA going to Cal. Uh, UCLA is a seven-point favorite. What do, what do you think about this one? I think 
Cal is awful, and they finally proved it last week when people started believing in them. UCLA really seems to play down or up to their opponents sometimes. I'm going to take UCLA, and I'm going to take them as my lock of the week. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, well, I have on my sheet that I am taking uh, uh, UCLA, but I said that I am going to flip on whatever your lock is, and I'm going to do that now. I am flipping my my uh, uh, pick, and I'm going to take Cal. I don't really have a good reason because I think UCLA should cover the spread. Uh, I, I unfortunately agree with you on your lock, but for the podcast and for the picks, I am sticking with the trend, and I'm going to hopefully get the free win here, and I'm going to take Cal, and I'm going to take them in the points. You got the free win last week because I remember you flipped and took Texas once I locked in Oklahoma, so why not? I did. I did. Why not? It's been working for me so far. Maybe the listeners can learn from this too. Um, okay, so we got we got uh, a game coming up uh, between Rutgers and Ohio State. Uh, it's at Ohio State. Uh, they're a tw- the the Buckeyes are a, a twenty one and a half point favorite. Uh, Urban Meyer and his heart attack uh, uh, self taking the twenty one and a half. Who you like here? Hold on, I'm confused. Are we talking about Ohio State or the Ohio State? <laughs> I refuse to call it the Ohio State University. I'm just going to call them Ohio State. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's 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 almost as bad as using the word redskin. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going to go with Ohio State football team V. <laughs> You're mixing it up. You're mixing it up. Well, I, too, am going to take Ohio State. I don't have a lot of faith in Rutgers. Um, I, I, I do think they can play teams like Navy and such close, but Ohio State is just a, a powerful team. Um, just a little note for you, you folks betting out there, 75% of the experts are on Ohio State. Uh, uh, if you believe that, and that's that's only against fifty five percent of the money. So uh, when I see a trend like that, typically means that that a lot of smart people think Ohio State's gonna gonna cover this twenty one and a half, and uh, we agree with them. So we'll see how that works. Out. Isn't it interesting how Rutgers football players are better known for punching women in elevators than playing football on the field? <laughs> Who sued somebody? Uh, oh, the, the quarterback for Rutgers sued uh, NCAA football. Oh, I thought that was Ed O'Banion. He went to UCLA. Oh, that, that was the basketball game. He sued oh. for the football game. The Rutgers QB. I can't remember his name. Yeah, nobody knows who he is. At least Ed O'Banion won a national championship. Yeah, it's funny. Everybody talked about using his likeness, and then nobody knows who he is. <laughs> so uh, the, the case was won, though, I believe. So um, He's the same guy that wanted to charge for his autograph, but nobody showed up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, let's let, let's get off the Rutgers, which uh, nobody should really be following this season for college football. And let's get into a, the, what I think is that I think this is the most intriguing game of the week. Um, other people are going to say Notre Dame, FSU, but um, Texas A and M at Alabama. Uh, Texas A and M is a thirteen and a half point underdog. Uh, Alabama's favored by thirteen and a half points. Who do you like here? 
who do I like or what do I want to see happen? That's the question. Because after the Saban outburst from only winning by one, I'd really like to only see Alabama win by one again. But I'm going to take Alabama to cover the spread because I think they're going to pour it on as much as they could. Yeah, I, I think the Texas A&M defense is not very good. But for some reason, I think that, that I'm going to go with – I think these are two teams that Alabama's uh, significantly better, but there's parity this year. And I think this is a game where Texas A&M can just kind of keep it close. So I'm going to take Texas A&M. I'm going to disagree with you on this one, and I'm going to take them in the points. Have you seen how Texas A&M has gotten blown out like the last two or two or three weeks? Well, I mean, they, they, they played the two Mississippi teams back-to-back. Oh, come on. Mississippi's not known for football. They're not any good. Okay, okay. The, the, the code number three team, or now the number one team and the number three team in the nation, or whatever they are, um, that's, that, that is uh, a murderer's row right there. I wouldn't want to play Mississippi and Mississippi State back-to-back weeks. Um, and, and, and blowout is, I mean, they, they lost the games by two touchdowns. So, um, so that's probably why this is a 13-and-a-half-point spread, uh, giving them a little bit of credit. But um, you're looking at an Alabama team that, that, that put up only 14 points against an Arkansas defense that isn't very good. Um, I know they, they, they've been able to light up Florida uh, and, and its secondary, but I think that, that there's – I don't think Alabama's as good as people think they are. I'll just say that. And I've said it the entire year. I think Ole Miss is coming out of the West. Coming out of the West? They're gay? <laughs> no, no. They're going to be the West. Oh, they're going to be the West representative. That's what I mean by that. The West representative. The West representative. You could not make that sound gayer than you just did right there. Stop it. Let's go to the next game. <laughs> All right. On that note, on that note, we're going to go to uh, uh, Michigan State at Indiana. We got Michigan State as a 16.5 point favorite. Uh, I got to tell you, I thought this spread would be higher. Um, who you like? Well, that's not giving away who you like. Uh, I think I'm taking Michigan State. Uh, Indiana's, you know, they're not too good. Michigan State's not that much better, but they're at least 17 points better. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Um, you know, you look at these records against the spread, and and both these teams, you know, Michigan State's like three and three, and Indiana's two and four. They had the one big win at Missouri, um, but since then they've been very disappointing. Uh, they got blown out by Iowa last week, uh, so I, I, you know, I kind of gave it away in in introing the game. I like Michigan State. Uh, I think that uh, they're 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 probably one of the they could be the best team out of the Big Ten. Uh, and, and arguably they are, and Indiana's not uh, a very good team. I think they can cover the 16 and a half, and I agree with you. Um, all right, so now we've got uh, former Gator quarterback uh, Tyler Murphy at Boston College. They are hosting Clemson. So Clemson's at Boston College. Uh, Clemson, uh, uh, actually, no, Boston College is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you like? Yeah, that was surprising to me, but Clemson, uh, I think they lost. Did they lose last weekend, Clemson? Yeah, they um, uh, they beat very narrowly uh, Louisville on a uh, Thursday night. Okay, and yeah, Clemson. You know, we've discussed it before. They're definitely not that good. Um, Actually, I'm sorry. That game was Saturday. I thought it was a Thursday night game, but yeah, it was Saturday. Hey, game. Uh, but anyway, narrowly beat Louisville. Yeah. Um, 
Boston College has been playing pretty good, but I, I, I'm still going to go with the Clemson side. I'm going to take the points and uh, you know uh, think that Clemson should beat Boston College outright. Yeah, let me let me make sure I've got the spread here right on this because I'm I'm completely uh, surprised by this. Um, you know, I'm I'm looking at this here. I think I think and, you're right. I think Clemson is is the underdog. Okay, okay. So I've got I've got home plus five and a half. So that means that the home team is getting five and a half points. You have, that, oh no, I think the game's at Boston College. Yeah, the, uh, the the game's uh at Boston College. So uh yes, the game's at Boston College, so we have verified it and that is Clemson is a four and a half point favorite, although some books have it at five and a half points. So um I am taking Clemson as well in the five and a half because I mean I, I was shocked when I saw this line. I thought that uh surely uh uh, Clemson would be the favorite here, so uh, I agree with you here. Okay, um, so that's Cle- Clemson's not the favorite. Clemson's getting the points. Yeah, Clemson is getting the points. That is correct. Um. So, uh, uh yeah. No, no, no. Let's. Let, let, I, I've completely screwed this up, folks. Sorry about that. The I think Boston College is the uh, underdog here. So we've got Clemson minus five and a half. I think that's the correct that's the correct uh, line. So with that line, who do you like? I'll still take Clemson. Okay, you'll still take Clemson. Um, I, I'm going to still take Clemson as well. I, I do think that they can win this game, and then we're going to win by a touchdown. All right, let's get off of that debacle, which is uh, reading these these spreads correctly and figuring that out, and let's see what's going on with uh, Georgia at Arkansas. Georgia is a three and a half point favorite. Who you like here? <laughs> I like you to get a spread right. <laughs> well, well, yeah, okay, very good. Um, good. I'm going to take Georgia here. Uh, you know, Arkansas did play Alabama very tough last week. Uh, I think last I heard, Gurley still is not going to play this week, but they didn't need the Gurley Mon last week, and they seem to play okay without him. I'm going to I'm going to take Georgia minus the three and a half. You know, you uh, you heard from me uh, about Dak Prescott about four weeks ago for the first time, and and last week you heard about Nick Chubb, the uh, the running back who took uh, Gurley's place. I think he rushed uh, almost thirty times for something like one hundred and forty three yards. Uh, the guy can get it done. Uh, Georgia can get it done in this game, um, but I just think that that at Arkansas. I think something's going to happen here with with this Arkansas team. I've been doubting them the entire year, so I'm going to flip and not doubt them, and I'm going to go with uh, uh, Arkansas and the points in this game. I thought you when you said something's going to happen. I thought you meant like there was going to be like an alien invasion or something. <laughs> no, no, something's big is going to happen. We don't know when. We don't know where. But uh, but yeah, Arkansas. bigger than an alien invasion. <laughs> no, no, not quite, not quite. Arkansas beating Georgia, I think, would be big. I think that it would be a big boost for the state. Um, the fact that they almost beat Alabama, it's kind of a letdown that they lost by one there. But uh, th- this would be a big win for Arkansas, and I think they can get it this week. Um, moving on, we've got Oklahoma State at TCU. TCU now is one of your playoff contenders uh, to get into that playoff hunt. Who do you like in this game? What's the spread? 
<laughs> That's a good point. Uh, let's say uh, we've got TCU favored by 10 points. Okay, and quit drinking during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I, I have not bought into TCU. In fact, I think I've bet against them every week. They have definitely proven me wrong on that. This is a week I will not be get betting against them. Oklahoma State is not very good. They're not a man. They're not 40, the greatest press conference of all all time. I'm taking TCU. TCU 5 and 0 against the spread this year. That's uh, that's what you got to know. Everybody's been doubting TCU. I, I doubted them because we we didn't know if they were any good uh, when they beat Oklahoma. Uh, this team is a pretty good team. Oklahoma State's not very good. I agree with you. TCU covers the ten points. Um, got another uh, uh, interesting game. Uh, not really uh, because I think this might be a blowout. Again, giving away who I like. Colorado at USC. USC is a 21-point favorite. Who do you like? I'm shocked that Colorado even still has a football program. That's how bad they've been over the last five years. And gone are the days of Michael Westbrook and uh, Cordell Stewart. I think USC just blows them out like 49-3. to I'm taking USC. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think USC could absolutely blow uh, the doors open on them here. I, I think that USC got away with a narrow win uh, at Arizona, but that's an Arizona team that you know that beat Oregon. Um, they're still, I guess, in the uh, in, in the Pac-12 hunt. Uh, there, uh, this is this is going to be a, a game that they're going to uh, get the offense going, and they're going to cover the twenty-one. I agree with you. Um, all right, we got Georgia Tech at North Carolina. That's a team that you hate. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, Smokey hates Georgia Tech and their 1940s triple option. Uh, Georgia Tech is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at North Carolina. Who do you like? You know, I hate both of these teams because whatever, whenever I bet against them or for them, they both seem to screw me. I bet on Georgia Tech last week. They didn't cover. In fact, I think they lost outright. Uh I'm taking Georgia Tech. It's like uh, the lesser of two evils. I think North Carolina is worse than Georgia Tech, so I'm going to take Georgia Tech to hopefully win by a field goal. Okay, the fact that you hate Georgia Tech so much and you uh, pick them just solidifies my pick, which I've got on the sheet already, and I'm taking Georgia Tech as well at North Carolina. I was really surprised that uh, Notre Dame wasn't able to absolutely blow out North Carolina last week. Um, but really, North Carolina is not a very good football uh, team. You know, they 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 kept that game fairly close with Notre Dame uh, because Notre Dame, I think, made a, a ton of mistakes in that game. Uh, Georgia Tech is is not a bad team. I think that uh, that they're better than than we think that they are, and I think Georgia Tech can can cover the field goal here, so to speak. Georgia um, Tech is their offense is so old school; they call it Freemason football. To Georgia Tech. That's how that's how throwback they are. Um, all right, so we've got Tennessee uh, at Ole Miss. We've got a couple of SEC showdowns to talk about back to back here. Um, Tennessee at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a sixteen point favorite. Who you like? I uh, I just could never take Tennessee, and and uh, you know it's just they, they've been horrible. I mean, they even lost to that that, that Florida Gator team. So I think Ole Miss. Uh, they're, they're a pretty good team. Um, the critics seem to have them uh, in the top three or something. I'm going with Old Miss here. 
Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm on the Ole Miss uh, bandwagon. I think that they win this game, but I think it's close, and I think it causes them to sweat a little bit. Um, I think uh, uh, Tennessee, you know, uh, Todd Worley or whatever. I, I get I, I get Todd Gurley and, and Todd Worley, uh, the quarterback at Tennessee, mixed up. But uh, he, he's not. He, he's actually one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC. Um, Ole Miss has a great defense, but I think that they can – possibly keep this game close, have a parity SEC matchup, and uh, keep it inside 16. You know, it's going to be 90 degrees on the field, so I assume everybody will be sweating. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Sweating like a, a, a fat guy rolling around in a bed, I guess, is, what, is, is, the, is, the, is the analogy. We, no, sweating like a fat guy flopping around in a water bed. We haven't had that reference in a few weeks. <laughs> Very good. Well, we just revived it. And, uh, and, and that brings us to our Florida Gators. And uh, Florida Gators now, you know, free Trayon uh, Harris. It happened. Um, he's now back on the field. Uh, Missouri at Florida. Uh, possibly factoring in some Trayon Harris time here. Florida's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think about this game? Wait, I'm conf- is this the Florida team with the rapist at the quarterback? Yeah, it's Florida State. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the non-rapist. The non-rapist. Okay, the non-rapist Florida team. Um, Florida sucks. Uh, uh, I hate their coach. I hate Jeff Driscoll. I hate – that's about it. I mean, I'm sure Jeff Driscoll's a nice enough guy. He's just a horrible football player. Uh, what Missouri was so awful last week, and – I, I got to think if Florida could beat anybody, they could beat Missouri. I think Florida should cover this game and win by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to say it about Driscoll. I mean, they, they, it seems like a nice kid and everything, but if you've ever played sports and, like, you got the end of the game and you need to sink, like, two free throws and you got a guy at the, at the free throw line that you know just can't make the free throws under pressure, that's Jeff Driscoll. He's like, he's like, the, he's like the fat kid that can't make the free throws at the end of the game. Um, he, he, he just is an absolute deer in the headlights when the game's on the line and he chokes. That's, that's just it. He's, just, he's a choker. Uh, that said, I think that Trayon Harris gets in this game. I think that he probably gets our offense moving. I think the defense plays really well in this game. And uh, I think we cover the five and a half. What do you, what do you think's worse, Dr- Jeff Driscoll's passing accuracy or my lock of the week picks? Um, I, th- I think it's a toss-up between the two. You know, the problem with Jeff Driscoll is that he, he, he's got not only bad accuracy problems, but he also has, like, I think they need to uh, get some glasses because he throws into, like, triple and double coverage on a regular basis. So um, I, I, I'm absolutely, you know, you, you said it like a true Florida fan. Um, absolutely, you know, you're, you're pretty much fed up with the team. Um, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, are you taking Florida in this game, though? I'm, I'm trying to. I, I am, and I'm, I'm beginning to wonder, you know, with Jeff Driscoll, if he, if he even has problems walking through double doors. I mean, <laughs> 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 he, he probably misses a lot of uh, uh, entryways. He, he, he like slams into both sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of those guys that if if, if he was if you, if you asked him to count to ten and you sat there and you went five, seven, eight, but. If you completely mess him up, he wouldn't be able to get if, there. If you went on uh, the water with Jeff Driscoll and, like, your boat flipped over 
You better hope he's not throwing you the lifeboat. You're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> he's a life preserver. If he throws you the lifeboat, duck. The life preserver. The life preserver. He would, like, overthrow it by, like, you drown by the time you got to it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You'd be like, hey, toss me that. And you'd be like, shit, I got to go. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about cursing there. But, yeah, the uh, uh, I, I agree with you, but I think Missouri is bad. And Florida is good enough to hopefully cover the five and a half. But um, what's interesting, analogy-wise, we're going next level here. Jeff Driscoll might be throwing... The Will Muschamp life preserver this week. Oh wow! You went deep there. I went you cerebral went on the podcast. There, You're, is, is he is he throwing Muschamp a life preserver? I or? think so because he Muschamp has put all of his eggs in the Driscoll basket. Oh well, see, I think it's the opposite. I think if he screws up so bad that Trayon Harris takes over, it could save Muschamp's job. So I'm going to say that he's the Jonah that they need to get off the ship, and then once he's off the ship, the ship continues to sail. I think he's a curse. I think we're screwed either which way, and the ship is just going to sink. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Speaking of a sinking ship, uh, Northwestern is hosting Nebraska, and uh, Nebraska's a seven-point favorite. Who do you like? I will go with the ship that is moving straight ahead in Nebraska. <laughs> I agree with you there. Nebraska, good stat, 5-1 and one against the spread. I think that Nebraska might be an underrated. Northwestern's not very good. This is a team that uh, predictably lost to Minnesota, got a win against Wisconsin, um, and, and got a big win against Penn State, but I just don't think it's a very good team. Um, I think uh, uh, Nebraska can cover here. Um, all right, back to the SEC. We got Kentucky at LSU. Uh, LSU's a 10-point favorite. Who you like in this one? <coughs> LSU was horrible last weekend. I mean, if they were playing almost any other team in the SEC, they would have lost, except maybe Missouri. I'm going to take Kentucky in the points. All right, all right. Well, I agree with you. I, I, I at first agreed with you, and, and a lot of experts like Kentucky, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, nine, you know, about 70% of the experts are, are on Kentucky. But this is an LSU night game, and I just have this feeling that uh, that they're going to be able to, you know, break out against Kentucky. Kentucky is, uh, I, I've said it the whole time, they're a sneaky good team, and they've, they've backed it up with wins against South Carolina, and they almost beat Florida. Um, but I think this might be a letdown game for Kentucky, and they're going into uh, Baton Rouge, uh, night game at LSU. I hate going into those circumstances. It's just the right amount of points, but I think LSU can possibly win this one by, uh, by two touchdowns. So I'm going to take LSU in this one. Kentucky uh, is the right answer. We got, we got three more games, and we're going to cover the big FSU game last. Um, we got Washington at Oregon. Uh, the Ducks are a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? Beavers and Ducks. Um, Beavers and Ducks, that's right. Not quite, not quite. Not, not quite. Oregon State, but close enough. Yeah, um, I think Oregon's on a mission from Gad ever since they lost, and I think they want to get back to that Final Four conversation. I think uh, Oregon rolls in this game. All right, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to take Washington. I think that they're a team that can keep it close, keep it inside 20-and-a-half. 
I'll probably be cursing this bet when I uh, look at the game and Oregon's up by 28 at the half. But um, but I'm going to take Washington this one. Um, all right, we got another Pac-12 Pac game. We got Stanford at Arizona State. Stanford is a three and a half point favorite. Uh, who you like? Ah, uh, that's wow. That's a tough game. Uh, Stanford, Arizona State. Let me flip the coin. I'm going with Stanford. All right, all right. Well, I'm going with Stanford as well. Uh, good defense, offense not very good, but I just don't think Arizona State's very good, and they should be able to, to cover the three and a half. Uh, all right, all right. Big game, last game. We got Notre Dame at Florida State. Uh, Florida State last look was a nine and a half point favorite. Um, Winston. Mr. Autograph, maybe playing, may not be playing. What do you think? Oh, he's playing. I don't know where you heard he might not be playing. He's playing. Uh, can I tease this part of the podcast and take Notre Dame plus 15? <laughs> no, but you can do that in, in real life. Okay, I'm going to take Notre Dame regardless. Uh, Florida State still is, they just don't look, I mean, they're good, but they don't look great, and I think this game will be a close game, so I'm going to take Notre Dame in the points. Okay, and to give something away, you said that you would take Notre Dame and tease them. I, I want to tell you that when we weren't sure if Winston would play earlier this week, and, and you're right, he is he is playing uh, absolutely at this point. I placed a bet with a couple teams in a teaser, and I took Notre Dame with a seven-point tease, teased them up to 16.5, and I've got Notre Dame uh, a bet on them at 16.5, just full disclosure. I am still taking them at plus 9.5. I think that this is going to be a closer game. I think it's possible Notre Dame wins this outright. I almost made it my lock of the week. And and you did pick a lock of the week this week because I always have to come back and circle up. And you took UCLA this week. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and before we leave off the Notre Dame game, I, I want we should probably have a disclaimer. Uh, this podcast is being recorded 24 hours before the game, and there's a very good chance that Jameis Winston could get into more trouble before then. So he might end up not playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. If he gets up on any tables tonight and, you know, I don't know, maybe has a couple drinks, maybe some things happen, he might not be playing tomorrow. You never know with Jameis. That's the beauty of Florida State football is you just never know who's going to show up the morning again. And, and I've got a new lock of the week. I am predicting Jameis Winston's next running with the law will be at an Apple store and him getting a new iPad and saying, oh, I didn't realize I had to pay for this. <laughs> very good, very good. Calling it, calling it. I like it, I like it. Well, that's the picks for the week. As always, you can contact us if you, you, you hate the show, you like the show, you want us to cover a team. Just send us an email at Smokey and the Bandit, CFB, that's College Football Baseball, and uh, that's at yahoo.com. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit, CFB at yahoo.com, or you can tweet us in at Smokey Bandit. CFB. Uh, that's it. Any last thoughts? Give you the last word. Jameis Winston will serve more years in prison than he'll spend on a pro football field. Wow. Wow. That's a big prediction. All right. Well, for this week, we are out. Out. Out.